So, how are these things all related? Well, they are related in the fact that they are all negative controlling factors in a negative way in the evolutionary of the mind. China, interfering in Hong Kong and controlling Hong Kong. That is basically controlling not just a small area, but a lot of the Pacific area. All the other instances that involve bribery, again, point to a strong growing of discontentment. Now, let us look at recent elections throughout the world. Let us start off with 96 in the election of a democratic president to your country, basically a socialist. Let us look at France, recent election. Socialists. Let us look at Mexico. Little bit of an upset there. Socialists win. What does this tell us? It tells us that there are selected individuals throughout your world that have got control of governments. They are saying to the people, and the people are listening, let us take care of you. Let us help you. Let us take all your worries away and we will make things better. You do not have to worry. What is this doing for us? Well, this is basically letting people be taken care of or communism. Correct. Okay, one question. For me? For you. I asked you. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, if you're saying that socialism is on the rise, why is it everywhere you look, it seems that more than capitalism is actually taking over the world? And before I answer this question, I asked you, I said, one question. And you go, you said, for me? <laughs> that is a question. My reply was, yes. Now, do you wish me to answer this, knowing full well what the price is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. He cut you good, didn't he? He cut you well. I think he deserves a um, glass of wine to you say no thank you. Okay. Be careful. Next speaker. Greetings and felicitations, Mr. Hatfield. 
Let us get down to business quickly and precisely as myself, Amol, and Gorton have counseled Okay, let us address matters at hand. Recently, and this is very important, it has been brought to my attention that somebody external to the group has need of help. The individual that brought this to my attention is the host. He came to me and asked for assistance. This is my reply on how to activate the defense mechanisms. This must be relayed to the person concerned. Defense mechanisms are activated when necessary to protect the individual. The way that work is done is to find the light and dark spot where those both meet, where light and dark meet. Within that is inscription for individual activation of defense mechanisms. How to defend oneself against thoughts from outside of a group consciousness. How to control and separate from them. The primary function of these defacements is to sever communications from a group consciousness. This is achieved by a ritual praying to oneself, one's higher self, looking for the answer on how to proceed, whether it is right or wrong making that decision. Once this has been achieved, the individual proceeds along these lines, which doing a binding, which is not binding as in the sense of Wicca or other spirits. It is binding the mind to protect it. Binding group consciousness by using insertions of your easier understanding a virus. Inserting a virus or erroneous thoughts within the group consciousness. This is done by selecting certain key words that only the individual that is activating this knows. By selecting these words and shutting out the leader of the group consciousness, shuts down and breaks the connection. Understanding that by breaking the connection, the individual that has had the connection taken away from will try to retaliate using whatever factors the individual wishes or thinks necessary. The individual breaking away must stick to their thoughts. This is very important. It is important that the individual stays apart and the course. There are other ways of dealing with these matters. They normally involve and are quite dangerous for the person outside 
that an outside source has dealings with these situations can break the connection. It is not necessary to tell the person involved of the dangers that the external party takes upon themselves. Normally these individuals that do that are very experienced and fully aware of the situation and the danger from now prepared to take these risks. Okay, let us move on to objectives and goals of development of your consciousness and your group consciousness of your brain. The primary function of development of these skills is A. To bring yourselves to a higher level of learning and understanding. B. To proceed on a spiritual path that is beneficial not to the individual but to the group. C. To combine both these factors together and use them effectively as a tool for the next logical evolutionary step. D. Reacting in a way that is necessary to maintain necessary pathways for this evolutionary step. Do you have any questions? Yes. Um, in the exact same frame, everything else comes secondary to all those particular parts. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay, right. So let me quickly explain what was going on. Uh, the first part is yes, it can go on quick. This is a very nice how to break away from the group consciousness. Right. See, I'm a little lost on everything he just said, except the last part. Okay, the last part's can go on the web as well. Yeah. The first part also go on the web. They are related. They are related, yes. But it is of a personal nature for the parties involved. Sure. I will explain who the parties are. The parties are a disincarnate spirit and mark. It might be necessary to discuss it with Mark yeah. to understand fully what is going on. Okay. Thank you. Hello. Okay. I hope you're in as much the dark as I am, you're sweetheart. I'm taking the dark. Oh, good. I need to be the only one in this crowd who didn't have a clue what the hell going on. I don't know. James not telling me. And T's not telling me. And I'm definitely not asking Ashley. My mom knows a little. Actually, the second part was highly informative. Very short and precise, but very important. Yeah, I mean, that's typically his way of doing it. I couldn't think of any more real good questions that would be hinged on that. Okay, let's get down to business first. Okay. Um, I'm also going to give a dissertation on healing. For example, mixing and using certain focuses. Um, let's get back to the next one. 
Okay. As the atmosphere within your room has felt a little bit dark and subdued, and your mood is a little bit negative and listen to uh, three dissipations back to back, very fast, very important, very deep. Yeah. Now, with a light in the middle, the options are wider and more open than where you can perceive. Okay. Good. And from the new perspective, we'll work on a couple of different things here. Okay. I may need the last part of the ball, Ash Time Which is the um, gathering of the group. Um, exclusion of yourself to the needs of the group. Mm-hmm. Now, um, in the first place, what uh, is the kind of group to talk about? Is this a teaching only group between all the divisions? Yes. 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 Of your family, the root consciousness. Oh, okay. And being able to work within that for the veteran of conscious mind. That's a little more clear. And what I asked is everything else being secondary to that? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, that would mean that anything having to do with self is secondary. Yes, to a certain extent. The exceptions are where it involves um, the spawning one's own well being for the group, for a fruitless space. Yeah, I'm bring that up. Let's look at it with spot. The best way to describe it is this way. Something that says the welfare of a ship to make the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And to shut down radiation, they go in there themselves, expose themselves to mass radiation, and stop the leak. They basically trade their life. Their shipmates. That is a sound. Now, let us say a medic. The answer way against it. And um, they are heavily outnumbered. Now, a medic can do one or two things. Carry on treating the wounded and helping the people live that are wounded. Or the medic can pick up and follow and kill people attacking. Now, the situation is such that if the medic does not pick up a weapon, the medic is going to die. But the medic can see. Lies before the medic dies. But by picking up the firearm and killing the people attacking or wounding people attacking, 
incapacitated with vaccines. The people that the medical is tending will die. Now, is it right for the medic to take or cause harm of people attacking and letting the medic's patient or patients die? But if the medic does not do this action, the medic will die and the patients might live. Might. Now, which is right? You know the treating the people. The fact that you have on one side killing or incapacitating your enemy and letting your patients die, the only person left is you pretty much, and you're wounded people that you love to treat that you just shot. No, but you didn't hear it perfectly. I say that by not doing this action and treating the patients, the medic will die. Remember. So he is giving up his life so that he's treating them after shot of them. Mm-hmm. And the only person dying is the answer is actually letting the patient die and keeping them alive. Because how can the medic treat other people if the medic is dead? Supposing um, the individuals that the medic is ruled by can be saved by the medic after the or after the invasion. Or, let's say something very important um, is wounded in the battle. How can the medic save that wounded person if the medic is dead? Or, in all respect, anybody who is wounded is very important. Mm-hmm. So everybody's important. Correct. But is it useful for the medic to throw away their life? So that other people might live. Not will, might. It will depend on the past lives of the medic and whether or not. This doesn't enter into the past lives. No. That is the first thing that the medic has to make. Is past lives are we relevant? Is it necessary for the individual, the medic, to stay alive to treat and heal other people? Or is it necessary for the medic to throw away their life? Because he's treating the human people before he has slow. But you can't carry on doing that once he's dead. What? Is this what you guys do up there in Sixth Dimension in your high school or something? You come up with your questions? Pretty much. And we thank them. But the third dimensional way in this situation is practical. That's weird. That is really weird. Common mistake of healers and the chief of Sixth Dimension. And being put in this situation is to go, I've got to treat my patients at all costs. The patient may have already decided to die. To keep the patients alive may in actual fact be doing a disservice. The patient may be there to teach you to stay alive. Did you see the importance? What? Yeah, I do see the importance, but at the same time, you know, I can't help but thinking that, you know, for the medic to sit there and cause mayhem and destruction in the middle of saving somebody's life is, you know, 
Cree. How can the medic go help other people if the medic is dead? Because how does the medic know he's not going to get killed while defending himself? There's no guarantee that somebody's not going to take a shot at him while he's up taking shots at other people. He dies. His patient dies. Everyone dies except for the people attacking. He has no guarantee about that. Whereas if he keeps working on the patient, they might come in and they might say, oh, he's treating the patient. He's a doctor. He could be useful. He could treat us in case we get hurt. Let's take him with us. You don't know very much about medics. I know a little battlefield tactics. Medics are usually a very valuable commodity. If it's the best shot they can make, we believe it's quicker. Give us a new shoot, please, Father. Do you know what my standing is with knife on the ship? I am way above standing level. I didn't know that, did I? Most healers are incredible marks. Incredible. I can decide with a laser knife, am I going to take a leg off, an arm? Or am I going to kill? I can pick where I want to put that shot. I can decide how much force I'm going to apply, whether I'm going to knock the person out, just incapacitate them and keep them conscious, or terminate their life functions. Medics are by far best trained soldiers. They do not fight unless they absolutely have to. The importance of survival is to train hard into us. Lots of young medics have gone out with good training and have not grasped the fact of the importance of staying alive. Lots of young medics have come back in boxes because of not understanding that it is necessary to stay alive so that they can treat their comrades. Well, we can see where my argument would be debated on that. There are certain situations where it is necessary to lay down your life. I mean, when you're outnumbered, outplanked, and you don't have a ghost of a chance, even with your good marksmanship, I mean, your best bet is just you know, whatever. You have to follow your heart. No, no. Just stay alive. At that point, the duty of the medic is to get the wounded thing off as best as the can. Basically, what you do, and I've heard a great story of a young medic um, grabbing a soldier or a wounded soldier, putting them on his back, and swimming a river. Putting them on the other side of the boot, swimming back and grabbing um, another wounded soldier, swimming the river and putting the wounded soldier on the back, going back four more times and rescuing six people in turn, putting those wounded people in a safe area. And then he got killed accidentally by a shot across land. It's just one of those accidents that happened. 
That's what Amalek does at that point. Amalek continues to give covering fire um, to protect the wounded um, when he was going back uh, to pick up uh, fresh wound. Then he was retreating until he swam the river. So we've eliminated the frivolous and we've established where priorities lie. Right. Okay. So in reality, somebody, a biker from San Jose, uh, comes up to the lake. And, you know, this is part of my group. Because mm-hmm. it's I'm dealing with more of a world level than just individual mm-hmm. I don't know this guy but yet I need to think of him first and myself second mm-hmm. okay that's where I'm coming from wherever I go with that okay when Islam talks talks in terms of overall with the species on where your species or our and our species should go. It's ideal goals. This actually ties in with the medic question. Right? Good. Now, you have an individual that you have to think of first. But that individual may want to help you, may want to steal your food, may want to steal your money, may want to do all sorts of nasty things. Right. If you give him these things, how can you continue on your path if you have nothing? You can't. Exactly. But by not assisting him, giving him or whatever, you have taught him less, which helps the group consciousness to a higher level. You see, you are a teacher and a pupil. By helping him, you've not learned anything, except by how he used to get rid of it. He has not learned anything. But by talking and reasoning and pointing them on the right path, or giving the seed and planting, will put him on a better path. You've now taught him and help to raise the consciousness of the room. Okay. So, in looking at that and making my decisions on how to work with this, I look at where best I can help my fellow member of my species. Right. In ways that will not take away from my ability to help other members of my species. Correct. That's why I've done it. Okay. Right. Don't have that much left on the tape, do we? Sure. Find a space. Okay, but I put on the last speaker. We go to chat.
Okay. Yeah. Then. Is there any other speakers besides you that were supposed to come on? No. No problem. Where's your sound effect to put the last speaker? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. The species question, I'm sure, is quite easy to go to. You know, going through these lessons I think you would say primitive Neanderthals. No, no, it would be more the Cro-Magnon. More the primitive Cro-Magnon. I should say you're more along the lines of Homo erectus. Okay, stuff up. I know, darling. I'm doing fine. Good to hear it, good to hear it. Um, Again, your section has to be very painfully, woefully empty. Didn't I give you a dissertation the other day? I did, and I haven't gotten to it yet to get transcripts put on the tape. So I look for any transcriptions I can get from Kiri's Corner. Throw them on the web. Keep these little conversations going. Remember, now we have a tra- somebody who's going to help transcribe this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have going to be a lot more current, a lot more on the web. Two or three things from you at the same time out there now, so it's one every other two years. First of all, you can change my page on the page. Your bios? Yes. When did you put that up? Mm-hmm. How long ago did you start the page? Years ago? About a year ago. So what, 59 now? Well, actually, I'm 60. So what did this make? You're younger now. If I go through and every year changes for all you guys when it gets to be your birthday, you know, it, it sounds a little bit more three-dimensional than I would even bother thinking you actually are. Actually, the reason I'm doing this, and I'm saying, bringing this issue up, is because people will start to question. Okay, let's say we've got a reader like Sampa, right? Or Paulette, and I hope she got, she's doing real well. Right. She knows when the page was um, made, right? when it first went online, or she's done transcriptions and stuff. Now, if you put down on the page something along the lines of you know, the date that the bios were done, that will let people know that there is continuity being kept within the page. Tara has a better idea. I she has a better idea. Okay. Yes, I know what the idea is. So let's do it. Why not? Okay, why not? I don't like the idea of doing extra work. What extra work? Anyway. All you do is tell me your birthday. No! No, yeah, sometime in a general sense, you say. Yeah, sometime in the month of... Whatever, it was Kiri's birthday. She's now. That's not our way. I know it's a. It's just just the thought, just to bring but then, people more interactive with the page and trying to bring in, you know, cooperation and everything so everybody's kind of like connected with you and me and the whole thing. I was born on the moon of the cold nights, which I suppose would be somewhere like November, December, January. In your scale, purple. Pick a month. Any month. 
Let's pick one in December. December. Excellent. Good call. Mm-hmm. December. Carry turn 61. And these all change to 60. Okay. Now, this is a reason why we don't have birthdays. I don't blame you one bit, but how can we just celebrate the Baron? It's 234. Uh, that's because he may live only to 300 years old. But the reason the Baron's birthday was celebrated is the fact of it's not an accomplishment in himself. It's the fact that he is the number two top scoring ace, which makes it an achievement. Most pilots that are high up in that end are either retired or crippled or dead. Most pilots that are that age are okay pilots and they've long since retired. I mean, he can't have any more rejuvenations. So basically, he's at the end of his life. Now he's got another 65 years roughly. So, I mean, well, currently, like, we, we have to wait till like, 835 and celebrate the birthday? Yeah, basically. My grandmother does not celebrate her birthdays. When she turns 800, it becomes a cheat. Uh, when she turns 850, it becomes achievements. It's not the fact that you're 60 that bothers you. No. Birthdays don't mean anything. They don't mean anything else. That's what I'm trying to explain, is that being 60 or 89 does not matter, or 90 does not matter. What does bother me is lack of continuity. Mm-hmm. People understand when they first read this at 58, you know, it's still like, it's, they know you're still not 58. They know you're, you're probably game players the interior. Yeah, but a new reader is going to think that I'm 58. Or she is 28. Oh, Kara is... I really don't know how old my sister is. Also, now she's in her 80s. You see, so I'll do something. We'll do something. All I know was I was born in the month of a cold moon. And translating it to your air things is a little bit confusing. Tia says that she was born in the month of uh, the horny deer. She said that's the closest translation. Oh, the problem is, constitute a month. I was born in the month of a threat. You are a threat. That's a compound. Not the way I mean it. I mean it as a plate bearing rodent. <laughs> yes, it's actually stuffed around. It's quite nice. Mm-hmm. But you see the importance of that. It's continuity, dear. Continuity is important. If you haven't become an engineer, you'll understand the importance of precision and following progression. 
if you haven't become a uh, passable computer engineer, you will understand the importance of that. One thing leads to another. You have to keep things right and correct. Correct? Yeah. By not changing and updating something, what happens? 